0: Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. We're talking about our children not being a reflection of us in their identity, but in so many ways, our children are a reflection of us. And that we oftentimes, I think, see our sin through our children. Um, I want I want to dig in just a little bit deeper with you um, because one of the things that you said that I thought was really important was that nobody screws up their kids on purpose, and and I appreciate your transparency in that. We're we're going to screw stuff up, you know. I, I've often said my goal in parenting is to get my girls to the end of of our. Home, you know, when they go off into their adult lives, with me having as few regrets as possible, mm. and them having as few regrets as possible, that is my greatest desire. But I still continue to sin. I screw up. My husband screws up. They screw up. I mean, mm-hmm. we're just a bunch of sinful people living together, right? Yeah. Yep. And I know sometimes people don't want to hear that, but where I want to dig in with you for these last few minutes that we're together is, how do we as moms? And as dads who might be listening, um, but 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 mostly moms who are listening, how do we come to that point where we can really truly recognize our sin? Because I think as humans, like we think, well, the way that we're living our life is the right way, mm-hmm. right? Or else we wouldn't be living it that way. So how can we truly recognize like, oh, this is where I have been screwing up. How do we see that reflection in the mirror, and this this might be kind of a weird analogy, I don't know. But the other day, I was looking at a picture of myself, and I thought, "Do I really look like that?" Because when I look in the mirror, I don't. That's not the picture that I see. Mm-hmm. But then, when I looked at this picture, I thought, "Is that what everybody else sees?" Like it, it just looks so different to me. Mm-hmm. It looks it, it's it looks like a different person, and I I want to be that person who spiritually and emotionally for my children especially, and for my husband, that I see myself clearly as I see myself in the mirror, that I I, I don't see one thing in the mirror and then everyone else sees something different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So how do we get to that point, Missy, where we just are able to recognize like, this is who I really am. And this, these are the things that I really need the Lord to work on in me.
1: Well, we have a good and loving heavenly father and, um, you know, in your own experience with your children, as you're trying to do character training, um, situations and circumstances present themselves that are um, ideal teaching moments. We call them teachable moments, right? Sure. And we grasp the opportunity and we work on character in those moments. And we're just fallen human parents. Yeah, We have a good heavenly father and um, he never fails to grasp the moments in our own lives in order to turn the mirror on on us so that we can see um, the truth about us and our need for him and kindly bring us to repentance. Um, I don't think we have to go searching very hard. The Lord is good. So that's probably not a real practical answer to your question, but I think it's a true one. The Lord's more invested in you um, figuring out your need for him than you are. So you're safe. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> he will do it. He will do it. He will do it from first yeah. to last. And um, you want him to, I tell you what, there's yeah. so much freedom and rest in the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want him to, and um, your children want him to uh, look what we all have in common. You and I are very different. You started out the podcast saying uh, you're a type A, I'm a type B, um, you're bookish and and I'm not. Um, uh, That may be true. Um, Those are incidentals about our personality that have to do with the different work that the Lord has called us each to do. They're not identity. They're incidentals. The thing that we have in common is our sin and our need for Christ and our belovedness. Those are the things yeah. that we have in common. We're all marked with that. And that's sure. true, not not just um, from peer to peer, but from mother to child. Our kids yeah. are not all just like us. Um, s- s- we all have one that probably is. And usually it's that child that we have the hardest time with, right? Because they show us <laughs> our sin continually. Right. Um, but then we have other kids that are so different from us that we can't quite figure them out, you see. Mm-hmm. But we do have in common with all of them is sin, (laughs) need. And really, um, because of God's goodness, I think that there's an Old Testament verse that talks about um, the sins of the fathers being visited upon the next and next generation. And I used to look at that as a curse from God, but I've come to see it as maybe a a severe mercy because um, the nature of my sin, I can see it. I understand it. And in the light of the grace of of God and redemption, I can... um, I can own it and thank God that he used it in order to direct me to himself so that I didn't go on perpetually thinking that I was a God and could save myself, you know? And when it's redeemed, I can come alongside my child and say, yeah, I see that. Me too. I understand. Let's pray together about this. And that becomes an amazing, um, powerful strength in the relationship yeah. itself that you're down in the ditch with your kid, but you know, um, you know exactly how to get out. You know that it's not through dint of your own efforts, scrabbling up the hard sides of the rock that you're going to make it to God. It's his hand reaching down farther than ours can reach up. That mm. is our only oh, hope. Yeah. And, and we have it. We have it. Historically, we have it in right. the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. And practically we have it every day through the life of his Holy Spirit dwelling in yeah. us and animating us in, uh, to do the things that we do and revealing to us, what does the Bible say? All truth. And that yeah. includes here you are in sin, abandon it. It's a self-salvation project lay it down. <laughs> you don't need it. I've already saved you. <laughs> they don't yeah. need it. I've already saved them. Um, this is working out our salvation with fear and trembling. And when we do that, homeschooling becomes
0: delightful. Right. Right. And so ultimately what it comes down to is that homeschooling our kids is not an academic journey No. for them or for us. It's a spiritual journey yes. for all of us together. And we're, we're on this journey with one another learning and teaching and showing grace to each other and really understanding God's forgiveness and his plan for each one of our lives. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful thing, you know, I people can argue all the points about why they should homeschool or shouldn't homeschool or why they should have their kids in traditional school or shouldn't have their kids in traditional school. And the fact of the matter is that homeschooling is is a different kind of journey. It is that you cannot take ever in any way when your children are apart from you for their whole childhood, their whole academic childhood.
1: I will say that's absolutely true. I agree with you. Um, I will say that um, a lot of people say, wow, after listening to you talk about this, why would I ever want to homeschool? And my words to them are... um, (laughs) Well, you can't avoid this because right. the Lord is after you. And yeah. if you say, well, because I would try to find my identity in homeschooling, I'll go ahead and put them in the public school and be on the PTA. Well, then yeah. you'll turn the PTA into a means to an identity, or you'll sure. turn your nine to five job into a means for identity. Whatever you do, it's what we do. We're really good yeah. at it. Um, the human ma- human beings, um, was it John Calvin that said, our hearts are idol making factories? If you don't turn one thing into an idol, you turn another one into the idol until the Lord gets a hold of your heart and demonstrates to you His magnificent plan to redeem you and to call you His own.
0: Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.